Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement, and today we're going to talk about the city of Montgomery. My guest is Mayor Greg Ingram. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jane, for having me. It's, it's a pleasure. I want to hear all about Montgomery. Hey, we've got a lot of things going on up there, and um, uh, we're tickled to death to be down here to share those things with you. Uh, so um, uh, we've got a lot of interesting things coming, and there's more interesting things that are going to come. I mean, uh, uh, we haven't stopped working on things in the community, and uh, it's going to be exciting. So before we jump into Montgomery, why don't you tell me a little bit about you? How long have you been mayor? Well, I've been mayor for five years. Okay. Uh, before that, I was recorder for eight years. Um, and during that time, I also worked for uh, Walker Machinery and Caterpillar Tractor Company for 43 years. Wow. Uh, I was born in Spencer, West Virginia. And uh, that's where the story started, I guess. Uh, we had, um, uh, I lived in a single family home. and. You know, just the normal normal kid growing up, and uh, we uh, finally made our way to She and Cabin Creek area. Uh, then I married a Montgomery girl, and that's where I stayed. Wow, sounds like you did all right then. I did. <laughs> so Montgomery, uh, what's your favorite thing about Montgomery? Montgomery is a unique little community. Montgomery is a community that has a history of coal. Mm -hmm. um, it has a history of... Uh, had a two colleges, was very blessed in having two colleges. Wow, that's great. We had Bridge Valley Community Technology, Technical College, and it's still there. Mm -hmm. uh, West Virginia Tech was there for uh, 120 years or so, and uh, they decided to move to Beckley. But um, it's known for coal primarily. It was grown on coal, very booming back in the 70s, 80s, mm -hmm. uh, big community. And it's coal declined. Uh, uh, it started to take on a little different, uh, little different look and a little different feel in the Upper mm -hmm. Canal Valley, um, as did all the towns up there. And uh, then when Tech decided to leave, um, that was a um, that was a shock. And uh, I think that was the point where um, city government had to either realize, uh, either had to do something different, or we just had to dissolve. I mean, we had two choices. Um, and I have to give my hats off to my employees and my council. They are not quitters. Uh, they decided that uh, we can do this. So we put our heads together and we did. Uh, we're bringing the, the town back to life and it's been a long road. What's that saying when the tough, when it gets tough, the tough get going? That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, um, sometimes you have to dance in the rain. But, but, but we had, um, I, and I always, one of my favorite Lincoln quotes is, um, there's only one way to predict the future, and that's to create it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we took, we ran with that, and uh, we started, uh, started a vision, uh, and we do have a lot of visionaries there. Uh, we started uh, saying, what if we do this, what if we do that, and what normal communities would do mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in a situation like this. And um, so it, it had its pain. Uh, but uh, without pain, there's no gain. That's right. And uh, I just thank God for the little community of Montgomery, uh, the history of Montgomery. Uh, and it's going to be a different place here in another four or five years. Wow. 
So tell me about some of the things that you've done that you're proud of, and then we'll talk about some of the things that are you're planning to do. Well, one of the things I'm very proud of is we finished the first ever comprehensive plan in Montgomery. Nice. Uh, usually it's larger communities that do those because they have the staff to do it. We finally, uh, volunteers, spent three and a half years Wow. Uh, with the WVU Law Clinic to create the uh, comprehensive plan for Montgomery. You're not kidding when you say comprehensive. Oh, yes, it and is. And uh, right. when you start from scratch, it's a lot of work. But yeah. uh, my hat is off to that whole committee because they worked free of charge. It was community citizens. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, we uh, uh, got home rule. Uh, home rule allowed us to fill up some of the gaps in our budget that was left when, when W Tech left. Um, home rule was 1% sales tax that's one of the things it does it also allows us to make intergovernmental agreements uh, uh, that a lot quicker than what you normally do home rule allows you to do a lot of things and um, home rule was uh, normally reserved for the class one class two cities mm -hmm. uh, they finally opened up a few spots for class four cities and uh, Montgomery and Logan were in the same meeting um, uh, the mayor and or the mayor and Logan uh, and I are friends. Uh, we we talk occasionally, uh, but uh, they were there with us. So they they got their home rule also. Good. So we're we're class four communities. We're small communities. Uh, and then right on the heels of Montgomery, Smithers did the same thing. So I think their taxes uh, start in this this July. But what I want to say about home rule is this, to, especially the small communities. Um, you know, back in, way back, uh, big box stores put the, the little man out of business. They changed it, game. It yep. changed. And now the internet is putting the big box stores out of business. Mm -hmm. So it's coming back, it's full circle. So with Home Rule, uh, we collect a penny sales tax on everything that's bought on the internet that's in our postal area. That is an amazing amount of money that uh, is sold in Montgomery, uh, over the internet. Mm -hmm. So we've done those things. We've, um, oh golly, I, I could go on forever the things we've accomplished. We've probably uh, had six or eight studies done in the area uh, from uh, North Carolina. The uh, Virginia Tech School uh, came in and did a study. Uh, the W Law Clinic has done studies on Montgomery. Um, the ARC uh, financed some studies on Montgomery. And, you know, I thought in my first year or two of being mayor that, that a mayor just went to meetings to, to be studied. Um, <laughs> but we're through that now. We're over that. Um, and now I say to everyone, I don't need any more study dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a comprehensive plan now. We know what we need. Uh, the rest of the world knows what we need. Okay. And it's time to move on now with construction dollars. So that's where we are now. Uh, we're going after construction dollars to make a big difference for all the residents there. So Montgomery is transforming itself. It is transforming itself, definitely. Um, it's not the city it was six or eight years ago. You know, when I ran for mayor, I knew Tech was leaving because uh, they had made the announcement uh, in uh, 2015, I think, and I ran for mayor in 2016. So I knew they were leaving. But I felt like that I had something I could offer the town, and uh, I had a vision for uh, some things that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that uh, because of the tremendous and 
excellent training I got working for the Walker family here in the Kanawha Valley. Uh, I thought I had the financial mind that I could help us get out of this deep hole we were in. But once I was elected, I didn't know how deep the hole was. Uh, we had to uh, lay some people off. All of our employees went to four days a week. The elected officials didn't cash paychecks. That's how bad it was. Yeah, that's and, hard. Uh, and now we're paying a, a good wage to our employees. Uh, we're fixing streets and um, putting new street lights in. We're doing some things. And we're not out of the woods yet. We have a long way to go. Um, but we are going to be different and we're going to be transformed. You mentioned street lights and just personally, I think they change everything. Mm -hmm. It just makes the city more inviting, friendlier, safer. Mm -hmm. I love street lights, so good for you. <laughs> we, we have um, several people that are on a beautification committee. Mm -hmm. uh, street lights, banners, flags. Uh, we have it all on our front street now. And um, we still have other things that are coming. You know, right. we, we have benches. And the thing about the streetlights is, is the community did that themselves. Mm -hmm. There's not one grant dollar in that. Um, that was, uh, you could buy a, a streetlight and a pole, and uh, you got a recognition tag on the pole. Oh, really we paid nice. for all of it. Yeah, all of really, it. Really donations. Nice. And uh, it's amazing. We still have a few little, uh, little bugs in there that we've got some that go, come on and go off, you know, but we'll work that out. But uh, that the community did that. It was not city government. So you mentioned um, some beautification projects. Tell me more about that. I'm a gardener, so I'm hoping there's a few gardens in there. Well, um, Mayor Cavalier and Smithers is the big gardener. Oh, okay. Uh, she has a farmer's market going in, and we are so close uh, geographically that I don't know that two farmer's markets would survive. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mayor Cavalier definitely has green thumb. She has the most beautiful flower garden that, uh, anywhere in the Upper Canal Valley, in my opinion. And uh, so she does the farmer's market thing, but we, um, we recently... Uh, uh, went together with Smithers, mm -hmm. and uh, we got some hub grants for $40,000. And there nice. were many grants, $2,000 wow. a piece. So we did a lot of beautification projects. Uh, we did murals. We did signage. Uh, we're working on uh, food boxes and food, the food boxes that, uh, you know, you can leave some food or um, it's there for the people that, that need it. I've had... Uh, our local dentist has, has uh, given me a couple thousand toothbrushes, just things that people need mm -hmm. um, that some of us take for granted. Um, it's been a great project, and all these uh, hub projects, uh, the West Virginia Hub uh, was sponsored. It was sponsored by them. Uh, the community just stepped up. Uh, one of the rules was that Mayor Cavalier and I could not take on a project because mm -hmm. we do a lot. Right. It was a community thing to get the community activated, and we spent all $40,000. Well, they're more invested, so that's wonderful. Absolutely, and it's just exciting to be part of that. Uh, and, you know, again, uh, Montgomery and Smith, we're small communities. So you see all of these things as big victories. Um, if you're in a larger community, you know, $40,000 is not a lot of money. Uh, but when you're a small community, that makes a big difference. Heck yeah, forty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Forty grand is a lot of money for for Montgomery and Smithers. And um, the other thing we've done that we're so excited about is uh, Mayor Cavalier and I had this brainstorm. I'm going. It was before she became mayor to create a uh, intergovernment entity where the city of Montgomery and the city of Smithers could both finance this entity um, and share services. 
So we formed through the uh, Secretary of State's office what we call the Strategic Initiative Council. It's funded by the city of Montgomery and the city of Smithers. Mm -hmm. uh, West Virginia State University provides us with an extension agent. Uh, and we have Kanawha and Fayette counties that help us occasionally. Uh, what we do there is uh, right now we have, uh, through the Strategic Initiative Council um, and West Virginia State, we have an extension agent which does grant writing mm -hmm. and things to help the two communities. Great. We have a um, code enforcement officer that the two cities pay for through the Strategic Initiative Council because neither city could afford a code enforcement officer on their own. I'm sorry, what is, does a code enforcement Code the code enforcement officer, enforcement officer. It, he's not a police officer as, as you and I would know it. What the code enforcement officer does is he makes sure your grass is cut. You don't create any open dumps by putting garbage in oh, your yard. Okay. Gotcha. He's just all the city codes. So he enforces the codes in Montgomery and Smithers. Nice. Uh, we have a, uh, an agreement that how we pay. It's all through the Strategic Initiative Council. Also, we... Um, we share some sanitary employees. Um, Smithers had uh, a sanitary employee to retire, so we, uh, we decided, hey, what, what if Montgomery helps do all of your sanitary work, and in, in, in payment of that, you just pay us by the hour or something, instead of hiring another employee with benefits and all those things. So that's working out great. So we. Sh the bottom line is this, and I could go on and on, garbage trucks and garbage drivers and all this stuff that we're sharing mm -hmm. uh, when we have to. It's the only way small communities are going to survive. Uh, and I think this is an example of what a lot of small, you've got to band together. Uh, over the years, small communities, and well, really, a lot of communities have fallen into the, uh, the trap of this is my sandbox and you stay out of it. Mm -hmm. um, can't survive that way anymore. Uh, we're all in this together. Well, it sounds like you um, and Mayor Cavalier are both independent in your cities, but then you're also working together. We're very independent. We have our own projects that we do on each side of the river. But when it's something that is regional, something that affects both cities, um, we come together through the Strategic Initiative Council. And again, that has, a mem that has the mayor from each town, a city council member from each town, and a business owner at large from each town. Mm -hmm. So there's a representation there, and, um, and we're going to expand that. Nice. Uh, but it's a wonderful, it, there's people, that, we've ha helped the, the town of Cowan, and we're little ourselves, but we've helped uh, the town of Cowan with code enforcement. Uh, we've branched out and helped different people, so hopefully uh, you'll hear a lot about the Strategic Initiative Council in the future. That's great. I know you are good at partnerships. Um, I'm happy to say that you are partnering with the foundation. Mm -hmm. um, tell me a little bit how that came about. Well, when I first became mayor, as I said earlier, the coal, coal industry was in decline. Mm -hmm. West Virginia Tech had decided to, to move to Beckley, and um, that left an awful, awful gaping hole yeah. in, our, in our finances. Um, we still have long-term debt, 40 years in our sanitary plant uh, because the university, we, we upgraded our plant to handle the university and they left and we still have that payment to make. Right. Uh, so there's some long-term debt that was left there. Um, but um, it's, it, it's a challenge. And um, we, we, um, we'll get through it somehow or another. 
Yeah, of course you will. Yeah. Did I miss the question? Well, you set it up for me. Okay. So you've got this challenge, and things have been really tough, but they're getting a little better now. Yeah. I did forget the question. And you are um, making plans for the future. When I first became mayor, let me back up. When I first became mayor, you know, we had a, it was really tough. And I decided that uh, I didn't, I never wanted another administration to walk into this type of a, a gaping hole in Montgomery. Uh, small communities have a hard enough time surviving. And so uh, with the help of my council, um, we came up with the idea to, um, uh, open some investment opportunities with the Greater Canal Valley Foundation that people that lived in Montgomery could give to. Uh, that this would this is an investment tool, and it has all kinds of rules. And uh, 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 Michelle was so good to work with us, uh, and it took us a long time. It was months because we had to iron out. It is a public entity. Uh, we were investing dollars, but it's not tax dollars. We, it was dollars that we, we had in another way. But this gives the people that lived in Montgomery for years, or maybe you went to West Virginia Tech and you like the community, you can contribute to this fund. Uh, and what this fund does is it sets up uh, perpetual income for the city of Montgomery through the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. There's no better sound in anybody's ears, especially if you're in public government, that someday when you need some money, there's money out there. Um, I was so protective of the principal, uh, and this is what uh, uh, Dr. Foster and I worked so hard on. I was so protective of the, the principal that uh, I didn't want anybody to get the principal. I said, we're putting this money in. It needs to stay there. They can have the interest off of it. So what we did, we, we couldn't really do that because we are a public government. So what we did is we said, okay, the mayor and four-fifths of the council has to sign off to touch up to 85% of the principal. You don't get this type of service with just anybody. But uh, the Greater Canal Valley Foundation was just amazing to work with. Uh, it was months getting all this worked out between the attorneys and, and the legal uh, people on our side and the Greater Canal Valley side. So now there is a vehicle out there that uh, if you uh, want to leave some money, uh, when you get ready to leave this great earth, uh, there's a vehicle out there that you can leave money to your hometown, whether you live there or not. But I see it as future, uh, future funds for the city of Montgomery uh, for some, because we're going to have some more bad days. We're going to have rainy days. That's why we have rainy day funds. But this is just a vehicle to fix that, and I am so appreciative of the professionalism of the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, uh, just in all aspects. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad that it all worked out, and I think uh, it will be good for Montgomery in the future. So I like that a lot. So when we think about the future, what are some things coming up in Montgomery? I heard something about a fishing pier. We have a fishing pier that uh, the Greater Canal Valley Fun uh, Foundation helped us help fund this. And, you know, I never was exposed to the Greater Canal Valley Foundation until I became mayor. And, um, of course, when I was broke, it was a source of funding. So I started working uh, uh, with the Greater Canal Valley Foundation and learned that these people are really, you guys are really professionals. <laughs> I'm telling well, thank you, you. Uh, working with Michelle and, uh, and the other folks, Todd, and the ones that helped me with this fishing pier project, um, honestly, I, I, uh, the, 
the process is amazing how you you all give the people a coach. Good. To help That's good you, to hear. To help you, because you don't know how to maneuver all the, the roadblocks. But the Greater Canal Valley Foundation gave us a coach. Uh, the coach worked us through it. Then we had to go before a uh, uh, review committee. Uh, the coach was there to help us and tell us, you know, what's going to happen and how it went. You don't find any other federal or state grant, grant uh, organization giving you a coach. Uh, they throw the roadblocks and let you fall over it. But the Greater Canal Valley Foundation did not do that. And I prayed that we, that we got this money. They didn't know how bad I wanted this. And uh, lo and behold, we went before the review committee and... Um, um, we, we got the grant. It was for a kayak. It was through the health uh, uh, segment of the Greater mm -hmm. Canal Valley Foundation. And it was to include a kayak launch on a uh, fishing pier uh, that we had already received funding from other ways to, to build the main pier and park. That sounds like fun. Oh, it is. It's going to be great. And then the location couldn't be in a better place. It's right between Montgomery General Hospital and uh, the Montgomery Elderly Home. So if someone comes to visit their mother that might be in the elderly home, they can take them out on the fishing pier and overlook the river and enjoy the day that way. Uh, if you're a kayak enthusiast, this is the only access on the Upper Canal Valley for kayaks. Really? Yeah. Wow. And that's going to be provided by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. Um, we had a lot of hiccups in getting where we are today. Um, the, uh, during COVID, uh, we had to get the sign-off uh, by the Native Americans because of just where we are. We're in Montgomery. Mm -hmm. And um, their offices, their historic preservation offices, were closed for a year. Again, the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, I said, I can't give you a final report because we haven't even started yet, and it's two years down the road. Uh, they were so gracious to give me an extension because they understood I had all the documents that we were held up on the, the big money uh, because of COVID. So... We're still in the process. We're going to build it all. Uh, in fact, phase one of that project has been uh, given to a contractor, and we look for construction to start this summer. And uh, so thankful, so thankful. You don't know what that meant to me as a young mayor, needing a few dollars to make something happen. Wow, and, uh, I'm glad. Sounds like you're going to take it and run with it. We're going to run with it, and uh, I thank the Greater Canal Valley Foundation uh, for making that dream come true. Yeah, so tell me some other plans for Montgomery. What else is happening? Well, we have, uh, through a program with the Kanawha County Commission, they've invested a lot of money in the Upper Kanawha Valley. And uh, we have uh, a new restaurant coming that was, uh, it's uh, Fruits of Labor, their original restaurant's in uh, Raynell. And uh, it's a um, restaurant that helps folks that have fallen into addiction or those type things. Mm -hmm. um, it is a uh, class one restaurant. I mean, in my opinion, this is Greg Ingram's opinion. It's a um, a set down uh, chef's type restaurant. Wow! It's um, yeah. it's first class. If uh, and Tammy Jordan is the proprietor of that organization. And uh, if you if if a a person stays with her three or five years, and I'm not sure how long it is, they will graduate there as a master chef. And um, this is going to be uh, farm-to-table food. Uh, the farm, her farm's in Greenbrier County, uh, 
So it's West Virginia food, and she's going to have she's going to sell the um, some of her products there in a cooler out front, and also West Virginia grown meats will be sold there. So that's a big thing. That's uh, a really big thing. So yeah. not only does Montgomery get great food, the employees get training. They do in a new career path. And and again. Um, the great or the uh, Kanawha County Commission, under a program that was uh, originated by Ben Salango, uh, she got a ten thousand dollar forgivable loan through the through those folks or through the Kanawha County Commission uh, that enabled her to do that. And we thank them every day. Uh, another thing that the Kanawha County Commission has done is is they have a big plan called the Valley. It starts at uh, um, Kanawha State Forest mm -hmm. and runs all the way to. Uh, Dollar Bridge. Oh wow! It's uh, about a thirty-three, forty million dollar project, and um, it's going to bring the Hatfield McCoy Trail to Montgomery. Uh, it will be a new trail in the system. Uh, on the Smithers side, they're going to have the Mammoth Preserve, which is uh, equestrian, hiking, biking type. Uh, uh, trails and you're going to need that restaurant with all those people. We're going to need town. a lot of restaurants, and and it'll connect into Blue Creek and go over toward Clendenin. So it's really going to serve Kanawha County really well. Yeah, I think Montgomery um, will see a lot of traffic. Absolutely, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have to change some rules about four wheelers. We don't allow them right now, but we're going to have to allow them. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that because I'll buy one. <laughs> oh, you will, will you? Okay, that'll make headline news. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, you have uh, stepped into Montgomery at a hard time, but I think uh, brighter days are in store. We are about halfway there. There is uh, some more big announcements coming that, uh, of course, I'm not at liberty to talk about today, but they'll probably be made by the end of summer. Uh, some more exciting things okay. uh, that's going to come to Montgomery. Golly, uh, I could go on and on. We've got housing development going on up there. Um, uh, that's going to be uh, for uh, low-income seniors. Mm -hmm. um, it will be, uh, it's, it's called affordable housing, uh, which means it's not government-assisted, but they do, your rent is based on your income. So that will be great because we need uh, affordable senior housing in the Upper Canal Valley. So that's, that starts construction this month. And that's in the old Kobe building, those of you that are familiar with the tech uh, place, or the tech campus. And um, it's um, it's going to be a wonderful addition. I could go on and on and on. We have so many things going on in Montgomery, and there's so many people that's helped us do it. Uh, and and the Greater Canal Valley Foundation's right there helping us every step of the way. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that uh, we're doing a good job. That's always doing a great job. I like it. Okay. Um, I know that you have uh, some public art that's happening in Montgomery. Mm -hmm. So that's always fun, just to make traveling down the street a little better. It is. We had a, a side of a building that, uh, where another building had been torn down, mm -hmm. and through one of the hub mini grants, the local artist, uh, River Valley artist, um, put together a team, and they put a huge mural on that building. It's now going to be a landmark, Good. Uh, you know, like any mural is. Just go down to the big Montgomery mural. But it has a history of uh, some of the old things in Montgomery and, and, you know, train tracks and tech, of course, Old Main and yeah. some of the things that happened over the years. Um, I don't want us to, uh, to leave without talking about ways people can get in touch with you. Sure, you can call me at City Hall, 
442-5181. My email address is gingram at montgomerywv.gov. And um, call anytime. Uh, You know, we get calls from people out of state and everything else about suggestions, folks that went to school at Tech. And Mm -hmm. uh, we welcome all those things because those people, they really have a little piece of Montgomery in them. And uh, just like I say about the Challenge Academy cadets now, um, and I tell them every, uh, tell them at graduation, you know, you're making memories. You'll never forget Montgomery. And I think Montgomery has touched so many lives in this way, not just the country, but the world, uh, with the engineering school, uh, Bridge Valley. Uh, Montgomery's touched more lives than you realize, and I'm just proud to be part of it. Well, Mayor Glinton, you're touching lives every day. You and your city council are doing good work. And I'm so happy you were here today to talk with us about it. Well, thank you for inviting me, and it's been a pleasure. All right, quickly, to get in touch with Mayor Ingram, that's 304-442-5181. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.